Okay, so uh, I'm going to read another fanfic. This isn't the last fanfic that I read from last time. It's uh, Unwork Connections by Dysfunctional Serenity. It's rated uh, M. Uh, I think that means mature. Uh, romance, hurt, comfort, angst. It's got John Egbert, Dave Strider, where it's a total of uh, 139,000 words. Uh, it was published in 2013 and last updated in 2016. Anyways, uh, this isn't on the AO3, so it doesn't have an in-depth trigger system uh, with trigger warnings and whatnot, but uh, it's not as bad as the one last one I read, so eh. These are the two I'll be focusing on here on out. So let's get started. Chapter one. Uh, he's got an author's note here. In case you're new to my stuff. Hey, I'm Aaron. Nice to meet you. A little bit about me. Writing literally all my life. I'm very proud of my work. I tend to laugh at my past self's attempts. My favorite color is red and I love pasta. Me too, man. Me too. Well, pretty much only spaghetti. Anything other than spaghetti, uh, my uh, taste buds have a strong reaction to. I, I have no idea why, um, I have an, I have an amazing material, Mate Sprit Morial. Oh, so it's a, between Mate Sprit and Morial. My name is Vince, and I tend to talk about him a lot, so I can make the best that you know that, just so you're not confused when I do. He inspires me so much and helps out a ton with all my stuff, so he deserves some credit. In case you're reading, thanks for all your help. I love you, Vince. Aw. I hope they're getting along nicely right now. They deserve to be happy. Now that the formalities are out of the way, what say you get say you get in down to business. This is a Dave John fan fiction and I do not claim to own any of the characters used as they belong to Andrew Hussey. The first seven chapters are the product of a few months of work which I am just now choosing to post on here, though I wasn't really expecting to until it's completely done, but I decided to do it now. Anyway, because who knows when I'll finish this. I'll apologize in advance for any errors. This wasn't really edited carefully, so yeah. Business, you say? Yes, business. To the story. Hope you enjoy, and I will see you all in Chapter 7 later. Okay, so yeah. That was just an author's note. Uh, I'm not sure if this guy has any... Oh, hey, Kiki. My cat. Um, I'm not sure if this guy has any other stories. This is my first fanfic I have read. Not my favorite, but it did introduce me to a whole other slew of fanfics, so it definitely has a special place in my heart. Uh, let's get to reading, shall we? No, I better turn that off. That's going to be annoying. Auto-rotate. As we... Day Strider. This is from Day Strider's point of view. As we drove down yet another long road. I began to wonder if we'd ever get there. My older brother and I are on our way to our new house in Washington. We just moved against my will from Texas to Washington. Fucking Washington. So cold and wet here. How does anyone even live here? It's crazy and bro's crazy for making me move here. I know it's not like I had any friends back in Texas, but Texas was just familiar and I'm just sore about having the leave because I was perfectly content there. 
Bro argues that it didn't matter because I never even did anything anyway. My skin is pale white because I never went out much, and even though all the girls had quite the taste in me, I never did anything about it. What could I say? I just wasn't interested. Interested. And it's a topic I prefer to stay off of. I actually prefer to stay as far away from it as possible. Completely away from it. So yeah, um, bro is not an asshole in this, but uh, Dave, um, Dave is going through that phase a teenager will sometimes go through. Uh, a very common little thing um, where he questions his sexuality. So yeah, that's... So everything... Uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. So... What do you want, girl? You want a blanket? Can I give you a blanket? You want a blanket? Oh yeah, sorry. Just left for a long period of time. Um, I prefer to record in the dark. Sorry, Kiki. Oh, so yeah, everything. Uh, fuck. I've completely lost my. Uh, I'm very tired. So in other words, um, this is the first trigger. It's a uh, internalized homophobia I believe I'm not actually sure what that means but I but judging from the fix I read I think I could come up with uh, my own sort of just on what that exactly is so yeah that's gonna play a big role throughout this story I was staring out uh, right I'm getting back to reading I was staring out the window, just like I had been doing this entire trip, and watched the dying trees pass, their multicolored leaves falling around us. It's actually pretty cool to watch. Maybe I could get used to this. Our, our house was away from the rest, a mile or so into a wooded area not too far from town. Yeah, I'm sure to make so many friends out here. Nice thinking, bro, I thought to him. Really nice. One of my headphones was pulled on to move it away from my ear so that bro could tell me that we were here before releasing the headphone, allowing it to snap back against my head. I glared at him from behind my shades, rubbing at my ears lightly. Though it didn't hurt, he was still mad at me. No question about it. We got into a fight before we left, and I guess we were both still pretty upset about it. I peered out of the windshield to look up at the house. Holy shit. I mean, look at that. An actual house. First time I'll ever be in one. I I think I just... Was that a Texan accent? Was that a, like... Probably not Texan, but was it, like, a southern accent? For Dave, I'm gonna, um... Actually do the accent. Even though I'm really terrible at it. You're messing with the Velcro. 
my school Chromebook charger. Gotta move that away from my cat. Don't want her to puncture that. Uh, luckily, I don't think that water was full. There were other people already there. Movers with our bigger stuff that got here before we did because they were flown over like the cheaters they are. Bro parked the truck next to the moving vans and I slowly stepped out, looking around as I pulled my full backpack, backpack ugh, over one shoulder and my sword over the other. I quickly noticed the guys emerging from the van, carrying my turntables. Though they seemed to be having trouble with the heavy object, which made me worry. I took notice that one of the guy's fingers was slipping, so I started towards them, intending to help them out to get to my most precious possession into my room safely. When I got close, I got called out to them, and they dropped it. I flashed that to catch it before it could touch the ground. When I look up, I found that bro had done the same thing. Thank God. You're fucking idiots. I screamed at the douchebags that almost wrecked my freshman term table. Do you know what you just almost did? Dave, calm down, bro said strictly. No, I yelled at him now, my rage burning in my eyes. Though they're hidden from the world, you would do the same thing if they dropped yours. He was silent, knowing I was right. Just help me get it into my room and I'll get that out of the way. I just tried to speak calmer now. I didn't like lashing out at him, especially when he was just trying to help. But sometimes I just couldn't help it. Fine. Which one are you taking? I don't fucking know. This is the first time I've ever been here. Let's just get them inside for now. I rushed, wanted to get them out of the cold. We lifted the heavy material up farther and carried it with ease where the others failed miserably. Walking up the three steps to the open front door, we stepped in and gently set it down in the middle of the living room. Without saying anything, I wondered, I wandered upstairs first, knowing Bro would most likely go for, for a room downstairs or on the ground level. There were three bedrooms and one bathroom up there, which made me sigh. This was already enough. I leaned over the railing to see my brother standing at the foot of the stairs, talking to one of the men about how I was just being a little shit due to being in a car for so long. Do we have to have such a big place? Can't we just get an apartment like the one in Texas? I called them and they looked up. I know it's not what you're used to, but I thought it'd be a nice change place. He called back and I looked away, pouting. Besides, we kept getting complaints about our striping. We won't have that problem here. True, I mumbled. Fine, no idea what I'm going to do with it, but I called the entire upstairs. Fine by me, little bro. Downstairs is mine. I heard him say as I moved away from the railing to view all the rooms, trying to decide what to do with each. The one farthest down the hall had a balcony attached, so I didn't want that to be my room. It was too open, and I can't put my turntables in there. It would be terrible for the sound because I like hearing it echo off the walls, but in that room, it literally go out the window. Second room, which was on the left side rather than the right, was the master bedroom with a little bathroom connected, so I guess that made two bathrooms up here? I figured this would be my room. There was a small window near the corner, so that's where I'd put my bed, and parallel corner I'd put my turntables, and on the wall opposite of my bed I'd put my desk. I sighed, finding out side, finding I would still have plenty of room left over. 
I like being closely surrounded by my possessions. I didn't like having so much space. Made me feel small. Maybe I could invest and get an Xbox and stuff. A game station or something like what bros got. Finally, I got to go into the first room, which is smaller. And for a moment, I thought about moving in here instead. But it wouldn't fit my stuff if I was to put my bed against the window. So the thought quickly left my mind. I sighed as I headed back downstairs. Hey, you pick a room yet? Bro asked. I'm switching bro a lot. I'm sorry for that. Hey, hey, you pick... <clears throat> hey, you pick a room yet? You pick a room yet? You pick a room yet? Jeez. Bro asked, moving back over to my turntables. So I joined him in picking them up. Yeah, the master bedroom. But bro, I seriously don't think we need all the sex room. I'm only using one room up here. Up there. What are we going to do with so much space? I asked as we slowly made our way up the stairs. He sighed and shrugged before answering. Anything we want. I didn't argue anymore, knowing that this was already a thing. With Bro and I helping, it didn't take too long to get everything inside, at which point we sent the movers on their way and continued moving things around and getting everything unpacked by ourselves. I was in my new room, unpacking my clothes and other belongings. My bed, turntables, desk, and computer were already set up, and I was just working on getting the small stuff in when I heard a soft knock on my open door and turned to see Bro standing there in the doorway. You're not done yet? He asked, as if expecting me to be. I sighed, throwing his shirt back into the box, and I just pulled it from No, you gotta remember that you're still faster than me. I'm almost done, though. Why? I asked irritably, looking up at him, and he shrugged. Thought you might want to go for dinner. We passed a Chinese restaurant on the way here, he suggested, and I nodded. Sure, give me a few minutes and I'll be down. He nodded in understanding and left. I sighed again, running my hand through my hair as I told myself to get a grip. I was being so fucking pissy and it was really unnecessary. Though I guess going for a three-day drive would do that to anyone. It was only supposed to take us two days to get there, but bro kept insisting that we stop in all the states we crossed. Never again do I want to be a, a tourist with bro. Let's just say we had to hurry out of a few places before the cops showed up. I don't want to know. <laughs> Leave my stuff where it was. I got up, grabbed my jacket, and headed downstairs where bro was. Already waiting. The ride was silent kind of awkward, but once we got to the restaurant... The awkwardness faded away, though we still didn't talk to each other. We were seated and had ordered, ordered our food and drinks without even looking at the menu. We knew what we liked. As we waited for our food, I noticed a strange-looking boy staring at me from a few tables across ours. It had gotten pretty late, and it seemed my family was, and his were the only ones here, at least from what I could see. He was... He would look away when I made it obvious that I was looking at him while other times I just stared back from the corner of my eyes and he didn't have the slightest clue thanks to my sunglasses. He appeared to be my age, maybe a little longer, with black messy hair and rectangle glasses. He wore a bright blue pull-on hoodie, dark jeans, and white running shoes. I turned my head to him in hopes that he would look away, which he did, but looked back to me a moment later and waved at me with a slightly red face and a darky cute grin. I sighed in annoyance and turned my head away, hoping that he would just leave me alone because I really didn't want to deal with any right now. 
anyone right now. Ugh. Oh, gotta take a piss. Don't wait up for me. You kidding me? It's Chinese we're talking about here, bro. I wouldn't wait for you, even if you begged me to. I called over my shoulder as he left, which would be interesting to see. I mumbled to myself before sighing again, resting my head in my hands. I heard footsteps coming closer before I body slid into the booth in front of me, and I looked up to find that kid sitting where bro just was. Uh, this is longer than I expected. Uh, I'm s um, 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 I gotta get my voice for John. Um, I'm sorry to bother you, but are you new here? I heard that some people were moving into that big house a few miles from here. He explained politely, smiling, welcoming at me. I shrugged. Nah, man, we're just passing through. He looked confused and said, Oh, I'm sorry to have you bothered you then. He blushed slightly as he spoke before leaving to his own table. Thank God that was over. Dinner was slow and uneventful, very few words being exchanged between us striders. And though that kid still looked over at me from time to time, he didn't bother me again, which I was glad for. So, yeah, that uh, is actually John. And Dave just lied through his teeth. That actually doesn't go too good, I want to say. For Nothing goes good in this fanfic for, like, until the end, the very end. This fanfic is one arc. Uh... Technically, it's finished, but technically, it's unfinished. Um, this was supposedly supposed to have an entire another arc, which would have added about 20 more chapters onto it, if this first arc is anything to go by. Um, but yeah. If we get there, uh, I'll explain more in depth on that, but... For right now, I'm just going to continue the first chapter. We're almost done, by the way. The ride back home was better than the ride from. We sat in silence and just listened to music. It was comfortable once we arrived at said destination. We went our separate ways. He downstairs and I up. No longer feeling up to finish and unpacking all my shit, I turned on my computer and logged on to Pastor Shop to see if my best friend was online, which, of course, he wasn't. So I occupied my time unpacking the very shit I was avoiding. I was just about done with the vast box when I heard the familiar pop of a pester. I sat back at my computer, relieved to find that it was silent. It was him. It, I'm trying to do a southern accent. I, I think I'm doing it too heavy. But, um... I don't know where I'm going to go with this. Anyways, just judge my uh, weird attempt at this accent uh, while I post this. Anyway, ectobiologist began pestering Turntech Godhead. Hey. Jeez, what took you so long? I was waiting on you all unpacking my shit and whatnot. Oh, so you finally moved? Yeah, and it's such a drag. You don't even know. Nope. I never moved once before in my life, so I guess I don't know. Man, neither have I until I moved to this shithole. Where? Nice try. 
Come on. Why won't you tell me anything about you? Because we're friends and friends listen to friends when friends say they want to stay anonymous in a friendship. That's potentially damaging to one friend's ego and that friend doesn't want the other friend to know who he is because the thing that friend says is damaging to his pride and because that's what friends do. So you don't trust me? No, it's not like that. I trust you, but I just don't want you to know who I am so you don't raise your expectations as something. You know, I think so, but I won't judge you at all. I promise. I actually think you're really interesting. Oh, oh! I was confused for a minute because uh, Evie actually called him God. So, I actually think you're really interesting, guys. Because turn tech Godhead. Yeah, I just got really confused. That's the first time in... When I first read this entire thing, I breezed right through it. So there's going to be things that I uh, just now notice throughout. I actually think you're really interesting, God. Far from. Think what you will. And you actually know more about me than anyone. Just not the basics. Well, for what it's worth, I think you're a really cool guy. Man, I had a John uh, voice. And I lost it. And now I sound like Tavros. But maybe it makes sense for the Seiyu. If I remember correctly, John is... I don't know how to explain that. Um, they're in high school. And John's not... the. He's not very popular. I don't know how to word that. I'm sorry. So, trigger warning in future chapters for bullying... Took a moment to respond. You think I'm cool? Yeah. No, I met a strange kid today. What kind of reminded me of you? Really? Yeah, he was a dork and kind of nerdy. Hey, but you know, in a weird, cute way. This time, his reply was delayed. You think I'm cute? In a weird, dorkish way. Sure. Thanks. That means a lot coming from you. And this is a perfect example of why I don't want you knowing who I am. I would never say anything like that. I would probably insult you and never admit that to you. The real me is a totally different person from the me you know. I bet I would still like the others, like the other you just as much. Well, I'm going to bed now. I have school in the morning. Thanks. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> I will start school here Monday. Well, you still have a few days. Yeah. Good night. Night, dirt. I sat still in my chair for a moment, thinking over our conversation. He doesn't know who I am, and he still thinks I'm cool? He even used that same word, too. Cool. Am I really... I shrugged it off and turned on some music before unpacking. Last of my stuff and going to bed. Okay, so that was all of chapter one. So Dave moves to Washington from Texas. He unpacks his stuff. The movers almost break his stuff. Um, his bro and him go out to eat uh, he actually meets John without even realizing it but that's because in this AU they wanted to stay anonymous and this obviously starts up a lot of controversy oh there's some uh, actually that would be spoilery 
But uh, there's some really good um Yeah, I've been recording for 23 minutes. This is a lot shorter than my other one. Maybe I'll record the second episode just because the second chapter, I mean, in the same recording. But let's focus on this one. Anyway, so they go out to eat. Dave meets John. Uh, they don't know they're each other because they prefer to stay anonymous over Pest and Chum. They, they literally know nothing about each other. Their words on screen to each other, and somehow that forms some kind of deep connection where they are one hundred percent invested in each other. Um. Anyways, they get back and they past they pester each other. Uh. Then Dave just says fuck it and goes to sleep. He doesn't want to pack unpack anymore. Um. I give this one a uh, six out of ten star. There could have really been more stuff. Like this was actually really short for a setup chapter, but it does get the job done. So you can't really judge it too far. Um. Yeah. So it does set up a few things, but it doesn't really set you up um, completely. There's some stuff that's left unsaid and not even hinted at in the first chapter. Um, but there is a big one that's actually hinted in the first chapter, and I mentioned that earlier. Um, internalized homophobia, which is something that both characters will uh, display. John and Dave. So yeah, those things will be there. Okay, um, I'm at 26 mark. Alright, so I'll see all you beautiful people in uh, my next recording.